the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron. Carol Zernio, one of our co-hosts on special assignment today, not with us, but never fear. Dr. Jamie Heisman is here. Dr. Heisman serves as the Chief Compassion Officer for Wellman Medical Management, a leading authority on caregiving burnout, compassion fatigue, and related addictions. Dr. Jamie's background in case management and family systems has been the foundation of his work throughout his 30-plus year career, and we are delighted to have him with us. He's the author of Take Your Oxygen First, Protecting Your Health and Happiness While Caring for a Loved One with Memory Loss. Dr. Jamie, we hear a lot about burnout in the news, but most people don't really understand what it is or know that they could be someone impacted by burnout, caregivers especially. What is burnout? Give us the 411. You know, I, it's a great question. You know, I, I see that happen anywhere because I've worked for a lot of healthcare systems. Now I have the pleasure and privilege of working with WellMed, and I see this word burnout, and it's a constant confusion as to what it is. So let me let me try to get the point of view of our listeners here with a caregiver. So we forever historically thought of caregiver burnout as a state of physical or emotional or mental exhaustion. Okay. That just, it deluges us. And from a brain aspect, it's called the amygdala. It's the emotional sort of flooding in our our heads as caregivers when we're taking care of somebody. We're overworked. We're not doing the things we need to do. I mean, caregiver burnout is when we don't get help or the support or people don't come around us. That, to me, is kind of this feeling of hopelessness or the actually the trajectory, glide path, the hopelessness that we associate with caregiver burnout. But, however, knock on wood, as a psychologist, we've learned so much over the years that burnout is much more kind of, I think, a simpler thing to look at than simply the overwhelming of of our body system. It's really kind of a business proposition. We find out now today that burnout is literally when one person is working harder than any other. Okay, and burnout is also the fact that maybe as we work with somebody else, we're forgetting to work with ourselves as a caregiver. What does that mean? Well, let's face it. Uh, the, the things that really cause caregiver burnout in ourselves is is multitude of things. But let me say it's, our, it's not looking at our own mind, our own body, our own spirit. We're a three-legged stool as a, as a human being. Okay, we're biologically predisposed, psychologically induced, the triggers and stuff around us, and we're socially reinforced. So if we're isolated, okay, it's not a good thing. So healthy people socially. So we're not concentrating our own treatment plan as a caregiver. As our book said in 2006, we're not taking our oxygen first. So if we're not doing that, then all of a sudden things start taking a domino effect. So for a caregiver, we don't set boundaries because we're not looking at our own health. So we get this role confusion. We don't know really what we're supposed to do. Um, We start getting unrealistic expectations in our minds as caregivers. And I always say expectations are the seeds of resentment. So we want everything to act in our way. We 
We lack control. And when you're out of control in your mind, you start controlling everything. So these are the byproducts of not taking care of ourselves, not taking our oxygen first. And these are what really creates caregiver burnout. And I hate to say this to our, our audience, but it also creates the fear and anxiety or it contributes the triggers of fear and anxiety in the person we're trying to take care of. And that is so counterproductive. So for the caregiver who's listening to this, or for anyone else, uh, what would the symptoms be? How would I know that it's burnout versus just plain old run-of-the-mill depression? Okay, well, both kind of mirror each other. They're kind of parallel pathways. But let's start here. With some, If you're a caregiver and you're starting to feeling overwhelmed or constantly worried in your life, right? If you're tired all the time, okay, which is always going to be the case and not getting enough sleep, you know, if you're gaining or losing weight, your body, I always say this in trauma. The body keeps the score. So your body as a caregiver is going to indicate whether you're going through burnout. So if you're getting easily irritated or angry, your body's telling you. If you're losing interest, your body's telling you, I don't feel great. I, I'm kind of sad because I'm not connected to anybody. You may have headaches. You may have stomach problems. Okay. You may be drinking more or doing something more to disassociate. These are actual signs of our caregiver burnout. is first place we're going to understand it. Depression is when we really can't get ourselves out of our beds. Depression is when we're feeling for two weeks or greater, uh, uh, the feeling of malaise of almost like there is nothing we can do that we're beyond overwhelming. We, we just are feeling like our brains are wrapped into a blanket. Depression could be genetically predisposed or it could be triggered. Either way, it deserves a good psychiatric evaluation if we're feeling it. Now, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Dr. Jamie Heisman, Carol Zerniel on special assignment today. So it is moi and Dr. Jamie Heisman talking about burnout. And it's something, I guess, for caregivers who say to you, you know, Dr. Jamie, I don't have the time for burnout. I don't have the time for anything. I just got to do my job for my loved one. Well, and what they're saying is exactly right. And I'll quote Billy Corgan, okay? That, that's, you're not going to get that often in a show like this, which is smashing no. pumpkins. The world is a vampire. So energy is what we're about. And if you're not doing your boundaries, if you're not maintaining a healthy diet, you're not doing prevention work in terms of healthcare, you're not doing the Pilates or yoga, okay, then your boundaries are going to be all over the place. And you're going to say, I don't have the time. And instead, you really do have the time to do certain things. Breath work takes 80 seconds to do. You can take three minutes to walk outside and take the vitamin D in the sun. You can do little baby steps if you want, okay? This is all the things you can do. We have forgotten. Self-esteem is something we start losing. And when we start taking care of our stress and, our, and really do the things we need to do for ourselves, that's ourselves. Because the first toxic relationship is not, not with somebody else. It's with ourselves. Your self-esteem starts rising. So when caregivers are all guilty, I would say to them first, higher the guilt, the lower the self-esteem. What are you doing for yourself? And they'll say, I'm not doing much. I say, well, if you do enough, your self-esteem will rise and your guilt will drop. So these are the ways that we look. We do have time, Ron, but we really are martyrs and victims in that way. And if you're not taking care of yourself, you'll always be the martyr and victim. I, I want to come back to something you just said. It really piqued my curiosity. Your first toxic relationship is with yourself. Yes. And, and I would like to give you grace if you're listening and, and permission to understand that you're not at fault for that. Okay? Because this is more of parenting. 
when you're actually reared in somewhat of a difficult, challenging, wounded sort of childhood, because we're always taking things in and we would need their world around us to be fair, consistent and available. So the, when we come out of that with that fight, flight, fear or that codependency that we're something else, we then start not looking at ourselves and caregivers are the first. We start becoming I was the hero child when that came out. I want to help my mom, and dad or as a child and as a caregiver is no different. And so I forget that the first person I'm really being toxic with is myself by jumping into that hero role. And so we don't realize that the best medicine you could provide your loved one is the fact that you are now taking care of yourself and that you're not toxic because you are a corrective emotional experience for the world around you. And that includes your loved one. And for the caregiver uh, who doesn't realize they're struggling with burnout, what would things you mentioned sleep, lack of sleep, lack of care for themselves? Uh, what else would they see? You, you always give me the softballs. I love them <laughs> because because this is something WellMed does so well. And Carol, if she was here, I would I would say this. You have to go find yourself the family of choice, your own support group. Your healthy diet's fine. Your prevention is fine. You need a somebody. Not a sycophant who will just wave their head or somebody that doesn't care. You need a group that's gone through something like you've gone through. You need to listen, not be able to talk. Allow somebody else to provide solutions. Listen, we say in psychology we get screwed up through relationships, and we do. It's called parenting and childhood. But we also heal through relationships, and that's the healthiness of what I call support group. So if you're a caregiver listening to this, no matter what, on the burnout side, do not isolate, do not isolate, do not isolate. Call Caregiver SOS or your local hospital, wherever state you're listening to. Find yourself a support group. Find yourself a family of choice. Listen to them. Nurture yourself. And then stop that toxic relationship with yourself. How's that? Bingo. Perfect place to say thank you. And thank you all for joining us on Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron. For Dr. Jamie Heisman, we'll talk with you soon right here on Take 10. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.